we come to a public place like this and you get, um, you, uh, you sort of sharpen up your sense of direction. Mm -hmm. It's a bit, of, a bit of strength. Let me go out into the world and of course all the world's going the other way and, and it soon gets scattered. So we need to be regular in our practice, keep coming back to it, study. Somebody I was talking to um, at going to breakfast, I um, can't remember exactly how it went, but, but you see, it a lot depends on what we put into our heads. Therefore, we're told to keep good company, not only the people we meet, but the things we read, the things we look at. Be selective in what you put into your heads. Don't talk more than is necessary. Just present here. Nothing is wrong and nothing is missing. It's true, isn't it? It's amazing. Twenty-three of us can, twenty-four, can sit here and nothing is wrong and nothing is missing. Can you see the significance in a world that is almost totally lost? That if some people find direction, true direction, you see, in the vibrations that go out, that this work is about the, the raising of consciousness because that's all we've done. We, we've just let go. We haven't actually done anything. All we've done is let go. And so naturally, just like consciousness has risen to this level where nothing's wrong and nothing's missing. And then when we go home again, it may fall and you'll fall back into where everything's wrong and everything's missing, you know? And this is what's called the fall from grace into sin. So we need to repent and come back home. Not only for your and my sakes, but for the sake of the whole world. This is the work.
can't pretend we are holier than we are. Think of that little word, live, and then evil. What is evil? <coughs> E-V-I-L. L-I-V-E, you see. We're contrary creatures, aren't we? I, I think this was what thrilled me as a young man when I was searching the world for what meant something and what should I do in this world? And then uh, a bit, uh, I, this, this suddenly began to take on meaning and I got the bit between my teeth and yes. Suddenly it began to make sense. I had work, work to do. Yes, and that work's been developing ever since really. Yes, Phil's always la laughing at this about me. Yes, I think I do. Yes, Phil's got a more cheerful disposition than I have. <laughs> I tend to see the, the dark side of things. But, uh, yeah, one of the things, I don't know if, no, yes, I am half Russian. I spent several years living in Russia. And one of the things that struck me very deeply when I first went there, quite a number of well-educated and serious people will tell you when reflecting on Russia, the fate of Russia, that it's Russia's destiny to bear the human cross. Very interesting. And you go back into Russian history and it's remarkably consistent. They take, they take the faith very seriously in Russia. It's, it's completely different, different attitude than to what we have in the West. It was when I went there and, f and started, uh, first of all, uh, well, you've got to understand the language first, <laughs> and then uh, started um, discovering the Russian church. It, it was like a completely new, new way of looking at it, looking at, at that. Christianity, very revealing indeed to me. And what was so wonderful was to me was that meditation, they don't call it meditation, they call it something else, but this uh, meditation on, on Jesus is, is a fundamental cornerstone of Russian faith. Whereas in the West it was something the church just didn't want to know, still doesn't really. Yes, her destiny is to bear the human cross. Of course, what could be nobler than that? You know, there's the saying, God helps those who help themselves. Mm. You've got to take the first step, you know. And there's another, are you familiar with the Bible, Krish? You know, do you know the story of the prodigal son? 
remember what happened in that story? The, the son went off, he, he asked for it, half his father's inheritance, went off into a far country where he spent it on riotous living and ran out of money, had to, had to go and work, feed the pigs. And then, guess what? He came to his senses. That's what it says in the Bible. He came to his senses, remembered his father's house and turned to go home. And on the way, his father saw him from a long way off and ran to meet him. Open arms, come my beloved, come home. So he started with him coming to his senses and turning for home, turning back to the light, you see. So it starts with this. The decision comes to us. And you'll find when you leave here, go back home, from time to time you'll remember impulse. Ah, and then you've got to take decision and take a step, Duh. feet on the ground, he said. And then you'll suddenly find that, as it were, grace comes in. And you remember it all seems to work for us. What is grace? Mm. What is grace? The grace is, is like is spiritual sunshine. You see, this, come back to the present. Feel this presence. Well, we've got to come back to put it, to actually feel it. Otherwise, it's just words. Feet on the ground. Listen and look. It's better. You can feel it, can't you? This presence. It's freely available, completely freely available. It's a gift. But we've got to avail ourselves of it. We've got to be present. And then it is, it's a present. It's presented to us. But if we're absent, what? It's not some, cap some capricious thing here today and gone tomorrow. It's here all the time. We're the, we're the wobbly. The wobbly recipient. See, when I was, when we were present, nothing was missing, nothing was wrong. Where were the worldly winds? Just never mind the world. Never mind the world. The world's okay. It starts here. Next time you're in a marketplace, put your feet on the ground. 
listen and look, my dear. A very, very good place to practice. Just out in the street, the busier the better. You'll find it's as easy as pie. Feet on the ground, be present, and you'll find exactly the same stillness, the same grace is pouring there. Honest. No good blaming the world or the other person. It starts with me. Oh, the me, I love to blame other people. It's the, all the virus, all the politicians, all the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> or the Arabs or somebody, <laughs> that's always a problem. No, my dears, there's only one problem in this world and that's me. That's another thing I learnt in Russia, you know. You see, here we are. I can face the light, can't I? Or I turn to darkness. Now, when I turn away, oh, I'm in the world of problems, aren't I? Awful, isn't it? God, what a hell of a life. Hmm? And here we are, we come back here. So you see, it starts with me. Now, when I see light, we all did. You all sat here. I can, I, I can, you can write this on your gravestone. No, nothing wrong and no, what was it? No, nothing's missing and nothing's wrong. You all, you all nodded your heads and acknowledged it. It was true. So who, so what's wrong with the world? Nothing. The world's entirely functioning under law. Everything is exactly as it must be, according to the law. In other words, well, if you want to be theological, God's will. Hmm? Now then, you turn, uh, you turn away from that, and of course, everything's wrong because you cast your own darkness over it. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and so is evil. So is wrong. Therefore, the, it's, it's absolutely true to say that the first of sinners is me. And it's, it's very interesting. In, in, in the Russian church, everybody without uh, exception um, from the patriarch to the most humble, you know, person in the church, part of every service, obligatory, the first of sinners is me. We don't go in for that in the West, do we? But it's a very uh, salutary thing to take on board. Whenever you see anything wrong with anybody, blame yourself. Quite a relief, really. And see what saves us. Here we are, weighed down by the burden. You come into this. What is the saviour? Who is the saviour? Here we are, drowning in the weight of this burden. God. What's up? You lift it up, aren't you? You reach out, you take the invisible hand and you're raised. And you lay the burden on the Lord. 
It really does work. It's practical. It's absolutely real, isn't it? <laughs> yes, a lot of people don't like that word sinner at the end of that prayer. <laughs> Particularly the people in the West, we're not, yes, we don't like sin, do we? <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful. In those of you that are using the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yes, uh, well, like all mantras, they, they, it becomes subtler and subtler with repetition, doesn't it? it, 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 it you start off with the words, and then words get sort of subtler and less, and you may end up with just the word Lord or Jesus, or just, just a sort of repetition of something in your mind, just to keep the direction, really. But um, the words sort of remind one of the basic situation, don't they? <clears throat> Let's just take that a little bit further, shall we? <clears throat> Consider our bodies. Again, it gets ever more obvious as you get older. Mortality. Why do we die? And what is it that dies anyway? How much control have we got over it? See, why have you got a body in the first place? Come back, let's come back to this. Presence. Look, here's an interesting question. We can all think about it. That's one way. And you all come up with different answers. I think this. What about this? Uh huh. We can have a discussion. Or you can come back to common sense. Find the presence. Let the thinking process settle down. Find this I am. That which one truly is. Where nothing is missing, Nothing is wrong. Now, does that level of consciousness have a body? A body of death? aches and pains, corruption, mm -hmm. 
Do these things belong to a, a lower level of creation that result from being absent from presence? You see, we fall in consciousness from a higher state of consciousness to a lower state of consciousness. So, rather like from the highest sort of vaporous clouds in the sky, they condense, they fall as rain, they precipitate, they form puddles and seas and freeze into ice. From the subtle to the gross, you see, how spirit can crystallize, precipitate into separate bodies. One spirit becomes divided and fragmented into multiple. This is sort of like frozen spirit, isn't it? In that, in that sense. Solidified spirit. Hard-hearted. Like this, I've got. So the practice of meditation is that, it's a sort of melting. Melting, leave the body behind, and descending back to the spirit. So this embodiment, this embodiment in corruption and death, the wages of sin is death, there's the statement. So we find ourselves with this, which because we're absent from, from life, the source of life, has a limited lifespan and of course dies. So from simplicity we fall into confusion, confusion of the mind, and then into the separation and death of the body. It's the opposite of real life, isn't it? Real life is this, coming into life, eternal life. It doesn't die, immortality. The opposite to immortality is mortality, is death. What dies? Nothing dies. That is eternal life. You can experience it here now. doing it. Some of you are resisting this. Well, that's normal. There's always some that won't accept it. But try to keep it as simple as you can.
practice, practice, dear, practice, practice, practice. Gradually, these things become ever more normal. But they've got to penetrate these thick heads of ours that are full of all sorts of opposite thoughts, you see. The whole emphasis of the world is, is, is in prolonging the life of the body, isn't it? You know, let's destroy cancer, let's beat the virus, let's do all these sort of things. But uh, in the real world, it's not like this. When you asked, was it you, Sam, whether, whether uh, meditation affects the body? Well, if you give your attention to, to these worldly matters, what happens? They get bigger, don't they? The attention will always magnify what is given to. So if you dwell on the evils of this world, they'll get bigger. They become monsters, which will devour us. If you don't give them attention, just like a nightmare. They get less. Don't they? Marvelous, wonderful.